Flipping houses can be very lucrative, but there is risk involved. Then again, without risk, there is no reward. Smart and successful flippers do everything they can to minimize the risk while maximizing the reward. Now I did a comprehensive deep dive into every area of the business flipping real estate and I came up with 21 of the most critical, crucial mistakes that you need to avoid to minimize the risk and maximize your profit. Get ready to learn real estate mistakes to avoid flipping houses, coming up. Hi, it's Jerry Norton, the nation's leading expert on flipping houses. And if you're new and you wanna make more money and less time flipping houses so you can live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Okay, so right here you can see my six-figure house flipping blueprint. And I've got the entire house flipping business broken down into different steps. The business can really be segmented into two major functions. You have acquisitions on the left side, and then you have operations on the right side. Now acquisitions is everything it takes to get a contract on a deal, and operations is everything it takes to exit a deal or actually make a profit flipping it. Now with wholesaling, there are four major functions of the business, and with fix and flip, there are six. Now I've outlined for you the top three most common mistakes to avoid in each area of the business, for a total of 21 mistakes to avoid. Now I've done extensive videos on all of these topics. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put links to videos where I go into much more detail about each of the 21 mistakes I'm gonna cover on this video. So what I suggest you do is watch this video all the way through, then you can do further research about any of the topics that I discuss and get more clarification and more training. All right, so let's get started. Whether you wholesale or fix and flip, the first three steps of the business are exactly the same of acquisitions, finding, analyzing, and offering. So let's first start with finding. Everything starts with finding. Finding is your lead generation. It's getting motivated seller leads. When it comes to the finding function or what I like to call department, the first mistake to avoid is not generating enough leads. Think in terms of lead to deal ratio. How many leads do you need for every deal you do? For example, if your lead to deal ratio is 100 to one, then that means it takes 100 leads to get one deal. If you wanna do five deals a month, then you're gonna need 500 leads per month. Make sure you're generating enough leads, which brings us to mistake number two, which is not pursuing several different lead sources. So when it comes to leads, there are two different categories. First, we have on-market leads, which are listed for sale with real estate agents. This would be like REOs, short sales, and other distressed properties where the seller hires a real estate agent to sell their home. And then the other is off-market. Now, off-market simply means there are no real estate agents involved and you're dealing directly with the seller. And there are dozens of different types of motivated seller leads, such as pre-foreclosure, probate, vacant houses, absentee owners, delinquent taxes, and many, many more. In fact, I put together a video where I reviewed 67 different motivated seller lead types. Now I'll put a link to that video in the description box below this video that you can watch later. Now think about lead generation like fishing. The more lines in the water, the more fish you'll catch. Mistake number three is not investing or reinvesting into lead generation. If you wanna get more and better leads, you have to spend money to buy data and do marketing. This is how the pros dominate. For example, one of my elite mentoring students invested $10,000 per month or $120,000 annually last year in lead generation marketing, doing mailings and other things, and he did over $800,000 in gross profit wholesaling. So let me ask you a question. Would you spend $120,000 to make 
800,000. Yeah, I think you would. In the beginning, I recommend you reinvest 25% of your profit on deals and lead generation and 25% on training, coaching, and mentoring. Okay, so after finding, the next step is analyzing. Now, analyzing is where we're gonna take the lead, we're gonna crunch the numbers, and we're gonna determine our offer price. So the fourth mistake is not following the formula. The house flipping formula factors in all of the numbers, including closing costs, carrying costs, repairs, and most importantly, profit. Too often flippers let emotion take over and they go outside the formula and they take on marginal deals and end up not making money and even losing money. Stick to the formula. The fifth mistake is misjudging the after repair value or ARV and repair number. Most flippers overinflate the ARV and they underestimate the cost of repairs. Get these two numbers wrong and you'll throw off your buy formula and you'll do a bad deal. Take the time to learn how to look up local, recent, and relevant comparables to determine the ARV and learn how to properly estimate the cost of repairs. The better you get at that, the more accurate your numbers will be. Mistake number six is spending too much time early on doing deal analysis. I've done several videos on this topic and I spend a lot of time talking about this. Many flippers spend hours and hours and days analyzing a deal just to make an offer and have the seller reject it. Learn how to do a very quick ballpark analysis. Make the offer and if and only when the seller is motivated, do you move forward and do a more detailed analysis. It's all about the timing. After analyzing, the next step is making the offer. And so mistake number seven is not making enough offers. Remember the lead to deal ratio? Well, there's also an offer to deal ratio. How many offers do you need to make in order to get an accepted offer? I believe you should make an offer on just about every lead. So if you're not getting enough deals, you're not making enough offers. Want to get more deals? Make more offers. Mistake number eight is not making lowball offers. Too often flippers find a lead, then they analyze it, they get an offer price, and then they don't make the offer because they assume the seller won't accept it because it's too low. This is a huge mistake. Always, always, always make the offer no matter how far off it is. Most flippers choose not to make the offer for fear of offending the seller. Who cares? It's the right number. Make the offer. You'll be surprised how many more deals you'll end up doing. Mistake number nine is not following up on offers. When a seller says no to your offer, that just means no right now. Motivation changes weekly and even daily. Always follow up and resubmit your offer weekly. I can't tell you how many deals I've gotten six months later or even a year later after my initial offer because I followed up. Now after offering is when we actually get the contract. Right here, there's a fork in the road. We've got the contract and we can decide now, am I gonna wholesale this deal or am I gonna keep it and fix and flip it? Okay, so let's do wholesaling first. So mistake number 10 flippers make is they think they have to have a buyer or a buyer's list or a big buyer's list before they can make offers and get contracts. This is a very common mistake. In today's market and generally speaking, it's harder to get a deal than it is to find a buyer. Get a good deal and finding a buyer for your deal is easy. So don't worry about the buyer, just focus on getting a good deal. Now I have several techniques for generating a buyer quickly after you get the contract. See the link in the description box. So mistake number 11 is not knowing what local active cash buyers are currently paying in your market. It's not always 70% less repairs. To be competitive, you need to know this. Talk to other wholesalers and always ask your cash buyers. Mistake number 12 is not structuring deals correctly. The best way is doing a cash offer with a single closing assignment, but there are other creative ways to do deals to maximize profits other than just doing a cash offer. Okay, so now let's jump into fix and flip. 
Once you have a contract and you decide to do a fix and flip, the next thing you need is funding to buy the home and funding to fix it up. So mistake number 13 is not understanding the world of real estate finance. You need to know what loan to value is and loan to capital and equity and lien position and the difference between a note and a mortgage and points and interest and the different ways to fund deals. Mistake number 14 is not knowing how to raise capital for deals. This limits many fix and flippers from doing more and bigger deals because they don't know how to raise more money and cheaper capital for deals. Money always chases the deals and you need to learn how to find the money, which leads to mistake number 15, which is not using 100% of other people's money. Most flippers don't know how to combine hard money and private money to get 100% of the capital needed for deals. This limits their ability to do more and bigger deals. With fix and flip after funding is managing. So mistake number 16 is spending too much time managing. If you're at the rehab house every day and you're running the Home Depot and you're meeting some contractors to pay them every single day, then you are spending way too much time managing the rehab, which is not a good use of your time and limits your ability to do more deals. Mistake number 17 is blowing the rehab budget and timeline. It's easy to go over budget. Most flippers don't get multiple bids, they overpay for work, they fix too many things, and they don't watch the budget. Every penny you go over is a penny you're not making in profit. And mistake number 18 is mismanaging contractors. There is a right way to manage contractors and a wrong way. Do it wrong and you're gonna get burned bad and join the ranks of flippers who tell horror stories about contractors. Do it right and you'll have amazing contractors who do quality work on time and on budget. With fix and flip after managing, the next step is marketing and sales. So mistake number 19 is hiring the wrong agent to list and sell your fix and flip and overpaying for the listing. Now I teach how to get top producing agents for a flat fee and then how to get buyer's agents knocking down your door to sell your house. Mistake number 20 is listing your home too high so it doesn't sell or too low so you leave money on the table. There is a proper way to get the maximum price and a way to strategically make price adjustments to get the most for your fix and flip. And finally, mistake number 21 is not getting feedback on showings. The only way to know what the market thinks about your home is to get immediate feedback with every showing. And to help you really succeed at flipping houses, be sure to check out my best-selling book on Amazon, How to Make a Million Dollars a Year Flipping Houses. It has over 75 star reviews and it's for sale for $6, but guess what? I'll give you a link to get that book for free if you'll do two things for me. Leave a positive review on Amazon and two, like this video and subscribe to my channel if you haven't yet. To get this ebook for free, just click the link in the description box below. And remember, it's not about the money, it's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything you want in life. That's what it's all about, and I'll see you on the next video.